Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcasts, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus, and then Doug the Slug freaking Jordan, and bringing up the rear we have Tadia freaking Risher, all via satellite freaking New York, the great satellite in the sky. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And I am planning on starting this show off a little differently this week with a tale. Something that happened to me, Weakers and Tweakers, and it didn't actually happen to me, but it happened in my mind. A visage came to me in the night, and I passed by the field of a sluggard, a man laying in wait, neglecting work and his field had become overgrown with thorns and critters of the night roamed and his field was barren of wheat and corn and frankincense and myrrh none of which would grow because this slugger had sat by idly biding his time waiting wishing his life away gleefully and as I approached this man lying there might have been playing with himself to be perfectly honest with you I touched his shoulder in this dream this vision I was having and I said wake up get back to work and as he turned his naked body toward mine I saw his face and it was my own smiling back at me idly and weakers and tweakers I have decided at last this idle hand can go on no longer I must use my time for work the Lord's work and geez Louise down to my knees Doug Jordan God bless you for showing up today because Doug Jordan has shown me my salvation he has put me to work in the disc pit of the Ortego Grill, and I am so grateful for that. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for the blessing. Uh, not Please stop asking me that. And uh, my week has been fine, uh, though I am a little uh, tired uh, from uh, having to fill in so much over at the at the restaurant at the Ortego Grill uh, because one of our line cooks quit, which I think you probably uh, talked about last week. We did talk about first. it. Yeah. So yeah, I've just been kind of filling in, picking up the pieces there when I I needed to. I I didn't plan on doing that. I I kind of you know saw myself as a as an idea man, as a as sort of a freaking chef, and not as a freaking line cook, uh, but. Um, I'm having to fill in more often than not, uh, so I got to hire some more reliable uh, kitchen staff. So, 
So you you saw yourself more as um well what was the freaking term I guess a freaking chef de cuisine um and and now I found yourself a little bit more of a freaking line cook line cook line cook Jim what you want a line cook Jesus Louise cook yeah a line line, line cook line no Jesus are any of us are you do you, are you understanding what I'm saying no I'm I'm not quite catching you what are you saying you were a freaking you wanted to be a freaking chef de cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really work out. It's too bad. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I'm still doing that, but I'm just I'm filling in on the line a little bit more. And let's be honest, Doug Jordan, the restaurant is suffering from this from the loss of Ed- Edgar the cook, and everybody spoke so highly of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, I'm suffering because I'm there a lot. But I think the food, I think the restaurants itself isn't suffering. Uh, you know, I think morale's a little low. Uh, people aren't very happy. Uh, so yeah, the restaurant's suffering. I guess is the way is what is. I guess we'll just put it that way. Yeah, because I mean, the, and because the, I mean, the thing that I think you maybe don't understand is that the freaking customers can freaking pick up on this. I was there last night and the night before and the night before, actually. And I believe I was there the night before that as well. Uh, but basically, if you freaking scan, I believe I was there the night before that, too. Uh, if you freaking scan the freaking restaurant, you can just see the freaking faces as these people freaking shove it, this freaking shovel, this freaking mush into their freaking gullet. And they are not enjoying themselves. Uh, and that starts with you, the freaking heart of the freaking establishment. Well, yeah, it's the whole experience. I mean, it's the food that they're getting, and then also when they're getting their food taken away, and the bus boy will kind of sit down with them and start eating the food right next to them while he's taking the the dirty plates away. Uh, you know, I think that that's upsetting people a little bit too. Hey, listen, I'm picking up my share of shifts. I didn't sign up to be bus boy. I signed up for this pit. Yeah, and and I would like to formally freaking congratulate you on freaking your freaking prom- promotion. Jesus Louise, you're freaking promoting the freaking bus boy. Yeah. Well, the bus boy called out, so I needed him to fill in on, yeah. and do double duty. Yeah. So promoting, all right. Yeah, it was a it's a great honor, and to, to be honest with you, I have been having a hell of a time, a hell of a great time, Doug Jordan, working at the Ortego Grill. Now, I found myself washing dishes the other night. Sudsy suds, and I thought, geez, Louise, down on my knees, something in the dis from coming from the disses, from the water, maybe from, maybe I need to change this water. Some, there is some stink in the sink that I had identified. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, I looked all over for it in the freaking mud bucket underneath. And I smelled the plates that I had licked off, and suddenly it came to me like a flash. It was coming from within. It was coming from my own body, Doug Jordan. And so in front of the other kitchen staff, I disrobed. And I climbed into that sink water and put the stink in the sink. And I washed and I washed. And I felt like Mickey in the Night Kitchen, if you know what I mean. Bare ass I was. Sudsing up in the sink showering down with the spray gun and then just before i climbed into the high temp wash machine to rinse off larry brown saw me and he pulled me out of there smacked me right across my face i almost cried 
I teared up a little bit, to be perfectly honest with you. He said, don't do that, Taylor. You'll kill yourself. Do you Absolutely want me to... freaking hilarious. Okay. That's all I was going to say. It's hilarious. So. So you, in the middle of a freaking shift, uh, took a bath in the, in the freaking dish pit? In the three-bay sink. In the first bay. And, um, and you were just recently freaking promoted to busboy. Um... That's freaking fascinating. That's a freaking fascinating freaking turn of events. Yeah. Now I I would get think, you away from the sink. Yeah, and now I would think that would violate numerous health codes that that you can't violate in a in a restaurant. Whatever um, health codes yeah, I violated, believe me, I was violating more before I got in that bathwater, because wow. the stink was permeating the whole restaurant. Doug, did care to comment? Yeah, Doug, I mean, it sounds to me like this is freaking grounds for freaking immediate termination. Um, yeah, you know, I would do that, but I'm I'm really short-staffed, so no, that I need all the help I can get. That does not make me confident as a patron. Speaking of the staff, they all thought it was absolutely freaking hilarious. They were laughing, cheering, they were throwing things at me. We were having a ball back there, and the only sour note if the evening was when, believe it or not, Doug Jordan, your name came up. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, the staff is somewhat dissatisfied at the new grill cook. And though they are maybe not comfortable enough to say it to your face, they will confide in me and tell me that you're not really fitting in over there, if you know what I mean. Well, I'm not supposed to be a grill cook. Well, that uh, the case may be, but you are. And the boys back there just, they're not, they don't find you suitable to work with. I don't know how else to say it. And here's the part that I'm struggling to tell you about. And it embarrasses me to tell you about it, but it must be said. I find myself basically at a crossroads. I find myself conflicted. With my allegiance to you as a friend and my employer and co-host of the freaking radio show and God bless you and we love you and we're so freaking hot for you. But geez louise down on my knees, I cannot be seen fraternizing with you. If they see me fraternizing with you, they will no longer laugh at my hilarious bathtub hijinks. And I will be cast into the fire like the eye of Sauron, so... That's all I wanted to make mention of. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to talk to me at work. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have to say anything to me. It'd honestly be better for me because then I can focus on my job instead of having to freaking pull your naked body out of the freaking slop sink every freaking five minutes. Well, I don't know what to say to that. I am. I'm glad you understand, I guess. And thank you for the opportunity. So... Jeez Louise, down on my knees. That leaves us, moves us right along to freaking Tady and Michael freaking Richers, also known as just Tady freaking Richer. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, well, first of all and foremost, thank you for the freaking blessing. And I'm very, very freaking as the Dickens, you might say. Um, I hate to sound like a broken record. My week and how I'm doing have not been that great. Um, these mollusks are really starting to get to me and really starting to affect my my day-to-day. Last week, I was complaining that um, 
there were too many and I was, I was having trouble feeding all of them. And this week, um, the opposite's happening. Um, they're dying at a, at an astonishing rate. Record friggin' numbers are dying off and I don't know why. Not a friggin' clue. I've, I've, I've tried all sorts of things. I've tried giving them new food. I've tried buying different plants, friggin' playing with myself, leaving the mess there for them to clean up. They won't touch it. So that's not killing them. I mean, they're dying at a clip of maybe a hundred a night. So I keep having to friggin' buy more. I'm buying these, these friggin' mollusks at, you know, 500 at a time and they're dying off every friggin' night. And so I'm just concerned because, you know, am I gonna die? Am I eating something in the apartment? Is there a gas leak? What's going on? So I'm very concerned and uh, it's been keeping me up all day and all night. Canary and, uh, in the coal mine kind of situation, I see. Yeah, exactly. You know, these friggin' mollusks are dying. When is it gonna be my friggin' time? Should I off myself before that? No. Go into a friggin' closet. Yeah. I, I got a question yeah. about your, your snail uh, deaths. Uh, are you feeding them any anything? Yeah, I'm buying. God, Doug misses one friggin' week of the show. Yeah. I'm going to friggin' repeat myself all over again. Doug, I've been buying friggin' plants left and right that so they can eat the friggin' leafy greens. And I, you know, I got all sorts okay. of plants in there, so I can't tell which one's killing the friggin' mollusks. I thought maybe you were just feeding them. Uh, human excrement, and that yeah, was why. Look, look, I mean, this is, I mean, this, Doug, if you're going to freaking take a week off to go work at your freaking stupid restaurant, you can't freaking show up without listening to the freaking tapes. I mean, this is, this is just unbelievable. I mean, we must have wasted about freaking 10 minutes on this at this point. Yeah. That's and not how time works. That has not been 10 minutes. I also want to freaking let you know, Doug, that I, I have been feeding them human freaking excrements, but they tried, they don't eat it. So that can't be it. But I, you know, I this thought you said the first week that it was working and it was a great success. No, I don't remember saying that. I think you should check the tapes. But, you know, if I don't figure this out soon, I'm freaking doomed. I, my freaking job is doomed, which it might already be because I've missed quite a few days of work trying to figure out these freaking mollusks. Well, God bless you on your endeavor, and I pray for a speedy solution to this great problem that you are facing. Thanks. So, Thank you, and and I'm and God bless you for that. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, saving the best for least and for last. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. God bless you. How are you doing? How are you? How and how was your week? And we love you, and we pray for you, and we pray to you. And goddamn, God bless you. God yeah, did bless okay. you. I am. I'm ready to freaking. I'm ready to freaking speak now. Yeah. Um. So. Let's go ahead and freaking wrap that freaking introduction up and do your best never to speak that long uh, ever again. Um, geez, Louise, I forgot what the quite what you were asking me. What um, my uh, yeah, as a freaking Dickens, freaking old drunk too. And um, and if you blessed me, well, thank you for the freaking blessing. If you didn't, uh, freaking shame on you. And uh, and geez, Louise, um, how was my freaking week? I um, the, my week has been um. I mean, just, I mean, from a freaking logistical freaking standpoint, it has been a freaking logistical freaking nightmare. Uh, uh, things with my freaking business uh, have been, have been, have been at a freaking standstill. I mean, they have come to a freaking, um, what some of people call, might even call a freaking screeching freaking halt. Uh, here I am freaking, uh, there's one freaking hoop, and guess what I freaking do? Freaking leap through it. Uh, guess what comes along again? Freaking a separate freaking hoop, and guess what I got to do? This time I got to freaking dive freaking through that one. 
Uh, and it's just a freaking endless freaking series of, of hoops to freaking jump through and, and freaking websites to freaking design. And I don't know anything about it. And, uh, and there is freaking pressure, freaking mounting and, 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 and it is, it is becoming, uh, quite freaking honestly, a freaking fiasco. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, and and I'm and I'm drinking freaking about uh, freaking twice as much as I normally would because it is the only way to freaking handle all this freaking stress. It means to freaking get drunk and freaking play with myself. So yeah. I've been doing a lot of that freaking recently. And is there anything else you want me to want me to say? I mean, Jesus, uh, Louise, it's 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 a freaking nightmare. I know it's a nightmare. Your silence I'm... is freaking speaking volumes, and it's freaking and it's it sounds to me like freaking screams inside my freaking head. Well, I was thinking, trying to think of a illusion, maybe maybe book a wedding or something and start. Yeah, I know. It seems like that would be that would be freaking solution to my freaking issues freaking book a wedding freaking show up and freaking play some freaking music uh boy oh boy it's it's way more freaking difficult than that uh i mean just the freaking hoops that you have to freaking jump through even to freaking get to that point where you can start thinking about freaking booking a wedding it's you, you wouldn't even you can't even freaking comprehend what it is that i'm freaking dealing with what are some of the hoops uh, how did I know you were going to freaking ask me that question? Doug, I'm just uh, curious. What, uh, can we help you in any way? Or There's Jesus. a lot kind of writing on this. So, Thank you for freaking reminding me, Doug. I had forgotten how much there was writing on this. Uh, there's a lot. that. So you forgot. I'm just letting you, I'm letting you remind you that there's a there's a lot. Well, no, Doug. I was being freaking sarcastic when I said I was freaking forgotten that there was a lot writing on this. I freaking, it's all I think I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. I thought that you were Jeez, being serious. Please, Doug, I am going to, I could freaking strangle you to death. I could, don't do that. I could, I could freaking kill you if you keep freaking, freaking badgering me. Uh, look, here's 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 the freaking thing. Yes, seems as if the solution would be to book a wedding, freaking play music, let people freaking dance, let people have a good time, maybe freaking give them a freaking business card, say, you know, tell your friends, uh, freaking book, freaking Sandy, freaking Sandman, uh, Sandy, freaking Farkas, uh, Sandman, freaking Farky, uh, Sandman, Sandy, Sandman, freaking Farkas. Um, but I mean, there are freaking roadblocks, and and I don't want to freaking speak out of turn, but I think we all are freaking thinking the same thing. Where are these freaking roadblocks coming from? You know, why why does this seem so freaking difficult to freaking do? And it comes down to one freaking thing, and one freaking thing only. Freaking Evan Dawson. WXXI Connection host Evan Dawson of Connections. Yeah. The one and only. Uh, the freaking bane of my freaking existence, if I'm being freaking honest with you, man, basically the freaking devil. And, um... And Jesus Louise, he free will freaking stop at nothing to ruin my freaking chances of freaking having a freaking successful freaking career. And he's and it's freaking working. And the, and the worst freaking part is it's freaking working. Now let's all be aware and wary that the devil's greatest trick was convincing the world that he didn't exist. Huh. Right, Doug Jordan? And that is what Dawson is doing now. This law. This period of peace in this great radio war is Dawson's greatest trick. And he will slither in the back door of your rear end like a serpent with his tongue exposed as he enters. And you will feel the tickle inside you. And then you will feel, and just as you grasp your rear end to feel, I know there's something back there. It feels like a snake. The tail will slither in just before your fingers graze that beautiful hole that he is sliding into. And he will disappear. I'm 
I really feel like one of us should have freaking stopped you from freaking saying this whole freaking thing. Um, I, I was waiting to see where it was going to go. Yeah, I knew from the very beginning where it was going to go. The snake was going to go all the way up the rear end and uh, yeah. and inside. Yeah, yeah, and all the way up inside. And um, yeah, I mean, the, my freaking thoughts are, you know, yes, there has undoubtedly been a freaking lull in the radio war. I'm freaking all quiet has been on freaking Dawson's freaking front. Um, and it sounds to me like everybody's finally getting their act together. Freaking Taylor's freaking promoted to freaking busboy at freaking the Ortego Grill. He's got a freaking brand new bathtub. It's a freaking three bay sink and a freaking kitchen back there. Uh, he's living in a freaking halfway home. He's making a whole bunch of new hilarious freaking friends. Freaking Doug is freaking working a freaking line at a kitchen where all of his employees freaking hate him. It is absolutely freaking hilarious and perfect. Freaking Tadia is, I, I guess from what I freaking gathered, is raising snails and it all seems to be going pretty well. Um, and the only problem is that and is 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 basically freaking me and and the only and I think the reason why I'm still being freaking targeted. Is because Regan Dawson knows that the Regan master plan is very much still in full freaking effect, and uh, and it's going to be ready to freaking go at any freaking second. Um, I'm, I'm I got my freaking finger on the freaking trigger, uh, and 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 if he keeps freaking setting up roadblocks uh, and stopping my freaking wedding freaking DJ business, I might have to freaking pull this freaking trigger earlier than I had hoped, and who knows what's going to happen when that freaking goes down. Yeah, lights out. So. Jeez Louise, always something to look forward to. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions, but before we get to that, we have one quick segment to get to. When starting a new job to Doug Jordan's chagrin, it seems he is struggling with how to fit in. He struggles with staff and he struggles with plating, but mostly he struggles from poor communicating. But for weakers and tweakers stuck in similar ruts, where the sight of you makes your coworkers sick to their guts, we are here to help you look less like a jerk with this humble guide to fitting in at work. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees is a little segment about how to fit in at work, especially when you think maybe your coworkers all hate you and are talking about you behind your back. So wait, wait, hold on. You knew about this and you decided to bring it up on the radio and then you wrote a freaking riddle about it and now we're going to do a segment about it on the as, on the radio show? I believe it's called a rhyme, Doug. Yeah, yes. and, and, and Doug, I mean, take I mean, take this as like just freaking free advertising. I mean, we're telling you right here, we're talking to the freaking owner, uh, part owner of the freaking Ortego Grill, uh, and we're going to talk about why all his employees freaking hate him so much. Um, Maybe we could talk about how you have a struggling business and you can't be successful and get it on track. Well, but it, what, yeah. that could be a segment. You should how check to, the, how to get should, a freaking yeah, Well, you actually, Doug, if you check, check the freaking tapes, yeah, Maybe okay. Check the freaking tapes because we did that last week and it was a, it was a freaking hilarious curse of me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I already read the freaking riddle. I already read the rhyme. So now it's time to do the crime of this freaking segment. Number one, what we're going to do is go through these six guides and help you suss out what the problem is and maybe how you can better fix yourself to fit into a already existing scenario. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Number one, identify whether your problem is internal or external. Now, I will remind you, Doug Jordan, you have two lifelines, one Sandy, one Tadia. Wait, Use what them it? at your own, at your discretion. If you get caught up in a question, 
go ahead and feel free to... I just have to, to f- answer this question, but I have f- two lifelines. Feel free to phone a friend, is what I'm trying to say. Doug, Doug Jordan, no, fr- Sandy Fargus, or freaking Tadium? Well, okay. Number one, identify whether your problem is internal or external. I didn't even know it was a problem, so it's probably not external. So it's probably it's something uh, rooted deep within me. Uh, can I go ahead and just be the lifeline really quick for Doug Jordan? Uh, well, I have no doubt that the problem is internal. I also want to point out that uh, when I did see you working on the line as a line clerk the other day, uh, you were very freaking sweaty and you were very freaking grimy. And uh, it just, it, you didn't look like someone I wanted to stand next to. So it's probably a little bit of both. Um, and this is coming from a person that's literally covered in snail and human too. Jeez Louise. Well, now I know that it's an internal problem, too. That was, yeah. That was mean. Yeah, quite an outburst. So let's start with the first problem, which is external. Visibly, you are not dressing and you are not presenting yourself the way you want to be perceived. You want to be perceived one way, but the image that you are presenting to the staff, and this comes from the top and the bottom, is that you are a wreck and a nightmare. And you need to change the outside so that when you look in the mirror, the insides feel as good as the outsides look. Great. All right. Solve that problem. Number two, figure out what's working and what's not. Uh, I'm not really sure how to answer this one. Since I didn't know this was an issue, uh, I'm working uh, for my grill cook quite a bit who uh, left. And he's not because he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, it sounds freaking so simple when you say it like that, but you can tell that there's so much more darkness underneath this freaking surface. Yeah. What is a solution to that scenario where you are working too much, overworked, undersexed, and it's coming out in your work, in the quality of your work, and in the general verve of the room? Everybody in that kitchen knows it. They feel it in their bones. Yeah, hire somebody else. That's the solution. That seems pretty simple. Have you have you tried to hire anyone? Yes, yep. It's pretty difficult right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, you do have a freaking employee who has really climbed up the freaking chain of command quite rapidly. Um, maybe it's time you throw a promotion their way. He already got promoted to a busboy. Yeah, yeah, but also Larry Brown says I can't touch the food before it goes out to the tables. Only after. It's a good idea. Yeah. Number three, come out of your shell, or go back into your shell. Which one is it? Uh, I uh, uh phone a friend, Sandy Sandy Farkas. Wow, thank you so much. Wow, Jesus Louise, thank you for the buzzing. Um, and what a freaking blessing it is to be freaking speaking on freaking uh, Doug Jordan's freaking behalf. Um, now, as far as I know, Doug is um, Doug's dangly Johnson is uh, uncircumcised, so his freaking um, his freaking phallus is constantly sheathed in what we call a freaking shell. Um, when he becomes aroused and blood rushes to his well, his freaking from being honest with you, uh, what happens there is that the freaking shaft does actually poke its head out from the freaking shell and 
That is not a freaking good look. Uh, if you are freaking walking around the freaking kitchen, uh, freaking rock and freaking ready to ready to freaking roll, if you know what I freaking mean, uh, people are not going to freaking respect you for it. Um, people are not walking around the kitchen rock and ready to roll. Well, if you would let me whatever finish, that means, they're not freaking they're not going to freaking respect that either because some of those freaking guys, uh, freaking prep go, prep cook, freaking Ezekiel back there. I have definitely seen him walking around with a freaking what can only be described as a pretty decent freaking sized chubby because um, he wears freaking the similar freaking pajama pants that you freaking wear and that guy's freaking Johnson is freaking swinging to and fro uh, and so obviously he probably doesn't respect you for freaking coming in freaking soft as one of freaking Tadia Richards freaking snails if you know what I freaking mean you're telling me that I need to have a network for people to respect me well that's you- you couldn't come up with an answer, so you called me. I don't know what you want. Yeah, well, actually, that leads us into our question number four, into our advice number four, which is observe and imitate, which is exactly what Sandy is saying. Observe your surroundings. If Ezekiel comes in with a freaking rock Rodney and he's flaunting it all over the place, that's likely the culture of the kitchen. And believe yeah. you me, it is. That is a big aspect. That is a huge thick part of the freaking culture in that kitchen, Doug Jordan. And part of it is not saying, hey, look, here I am. Follow me. I am. I Let's do my example. No, it's how does this system that I am brought into work and how do I fit in a cog in the wheel? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Doug, I mean, I, I have freaking very. I have recent experience working in a freaking kitchen. I was a freaking pizza delivery boy in Canada and washed a few dishes myself. And freaking chef life is not for the freaking faint of heart. I mean, this, this is a freaking raunchy freaking crew, and they are freaking. They're freaking playing with things that they shouldn't be freaking playing with. They're freaking telling jokes that they shouldn't. They're saying things that nobody freaking should hear. And you are freaking back there, uh, freaking all greased up uh, with the freaking temperament of a freaking mailman who's about to go freaking postal. Uh, and you need to freaking shed that freaking persona and you need to freaking imitate freaking, um, you need to freaking imitate a freaking Ezekiel if you know what I'm freaking saying. Hey, I don't quite understand and I've never noticed his p***s before or anybody that I've worked with so that that's why I'm a little confused. Well, you could also, it sounds like Taylor's pretty freaking popular over there too. Maybe you should just start freaking eating people's food and taking baths in the sink. Absolutely freaking hilarious, Dick Jordan. So I think you answered that one quite well. Number five is reach out for help. Uh, isn't this help right now? Technically, you got well, it. Does, yeah. This doesn't even seem like a question. Yeah, that's not. It's not. So that's just a. And then remember, you, there's no shame in leaving. You can always just quit. Although you own the place. So I don't know if that's quite an option. Yeah, I don't think it's really an option at this point. But I think you put your nose to the grindstone, Doug Jordan, and put basically put your freaking nose to Ezekiel's grindstones, if you know what I freaking mean, and you will find a way to fit in. You are a survivor. Think about all you have gone through since I have met you, Doug Jordan. Fired as a mailman. Rose the ranks working at a freaking gas station. Only to get a job delivering fish, the highest of all the food, and the lowest, and then got demoted again, but you still survived. You said, I'm breaking out on my own. You left, even though you weren't going to be fired, likely. And you took your dead grandfather, your favorite grandfather, 
whom you love so very dearly. And then we had to dig him up, by the way, one point. Grandpa Jordan. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, we, we dug him up. You got that inheritance from his pockets. Now you have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. You buy a restaurant. Did you think the struggle was over? Or do you live for the struggle, Doug Jordan? I, I didn't think that there was really a struggle aside from the fact that I was having to work so much. Well, God bless you for looking on the bright side, I guess. I, it'd be If I was in your shoes, it'd be hard to do. I'll be honest with that. Well, so, I just didn't know that people didn't like me at the job. I don't know what you want me to say to that. Oh, hey, Doug, by the way, every employee that you have doesn't like you. And here's a segment on the, on the radio about why they don't freaking like you so much. And here's what you can freaking do to make them not like you. Well, what do you, what do you want my response to be to this? Well, I thought this was the appropriate way to handle it. I felt awkward about talking to you in person, so I thought we'd do it on the radio just to get it out in the open. That way, Sandy and Tadia could help me. And it, this is freaking free advertising, Doug. I mean, think about all the people that are going to be listening to this and think, geez, Louise, this place sounds... This place sounds freaking... This guy sounds freaking terrible, and this place sounds pretty bad. Think about all the bad restaurants that get business after the freaking Kitchen Nightmare crew comes through and Guy Fieri freaking makes a hamburger out of freaking uh, two hamburgers as the buns with a third giant hamburger in the middle. And then everybody goes need, there. Okay, hold on. That's freaking Chef Gordon Ramsay. You don't, you don't compare him to Guy Fieri, even though I do like Guy Fieri a lot. So. And then freaking Anthony Bordeaux's over in the freaking closet playing with himself and geez Louise down on my knees. The devil makes three, Doug Jordan. So, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, NBC anchor Natalie Morales announced that she will be leaving the network after 22 years, according to People. Morales, who has anchored the Today Show West since 2016, said she will be leaving the network work for, quote, an exciting new opportunity. The 49-year-old television anchor started her career as an anchor and reporter for the Hartford, Connecticut NBC affiliate WVI-TV in the 90s. Since then, Morales worked for MSNBC before joining Today in 2006 and taking over as new anchor for Ann Curry in 2011. Morales said she will be continuing to appear on Dateline as a correspondent throughout the end of the year. Quote, the first half of my life has been one full of adventure, challenges, and travel. Way too many early morning wake-up calls and, yes, opportunities to witness history unfold and to tell inspiring and impactful stories that will always be in my mind's highlight reel. I feel the time is right to spread my own wings and pursue a new adventure, she wrote. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, what impact did this Natalie Morales have on the Today Show in terms of adventures and history? Sandy the Zamman Vargas, I'm going to toss this over to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for the thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, I, I mean, when I think of freaking Natalie Morales, I mean, that name alone is freaking synonymous with not only history, but adventure as well. Uh, Natalie has freaking taken us on such a wide freaking 
a variety of freaking adventures uh, throughout the freaking years of delivering freaking news uh, via the freaking television. Um, when I think of some of the freaking adventures, um, well, there's such a great freaking voluptuous freaking history of freaking uh, adventure that she freaking brought us on. And she is quite freaking voluptuous as well, um, I might freaking add. Um, yeah. When I think about, please don't interrupt me. I could see it in your face you were about to, and I just want to go ahead and say, don't freaking do it. Um, that goes for all of you. Uh, when, geez Louise, what am I freaking talking about? I was thinking about when Natalie Morales was unearthing freaking Al Capone's tomb. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was a freaking classic. She ripped the freaking lid right off that, and there he was. Yeah, he was sitting there. He, he's still alive, I think. I'm pretty he's sure. He's curled up, and he said, he said, put the freaking lid back on that, please. And then they put the lid on it, and they freaking rolled it into the freaking river. Man, no one ever freaking, no one ever heard from him ever again, I don't believe. Yeah. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. She has a legacy as long as the Dangly Johnson on Ezekiel. Now, will the Today Show be able to pick up the pieces left behind in the wake of the superstar ankle Morales' exit? So, this is sort of just passed on. Let's do a roundtable of it. Did a whole group. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, as long as freaking Matt Lauer is still there to freaking to sort of freaking steer that freaking ship, I think I think mm. the NBC and the freaking Today Show are in freaking great hands. I I got bad news for you there, Sandy. What? He freaking offed himself. He went into a closet, freaking pulled his pants down around his ankles, rope around his neck. Well, that's probably a good thing. He he gave me the freaking creeps. Um, so um, I guess without him, it must be freaking Roker, uh, freaking. Gigantic freaking thousand pound freaking Al Roker, um, who I guess will sort of act as a freaking buoy um, out there on the sea for the uh, ship to sort of sail towards um, a giant blinking thousand pound buoy uh, freaking in the middle of the night. Maybe yeah. a nice heavy anchor right yeah. out there in the ocean. Yeah, once you once they get to a nice good spot, they'll freaking roll freaking Roker off the side and use him as a freaking anchor and say, okay, I think we're at a pretty comfortable spot here at the Today Show. Let's, let's just freaking, let's just freaking sit and enjoy it for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I'll keep watching as long as freaking Hoda and Savannah are on there getting freaking drunk as hell on the anchor desk, freaking drinking gallons of wine at a time, freaking laughing at nothing, not making any sense, being super mean to each other. I can't freaking wait. Yeah, this is all at freaking seven in the morning, mind you, too. So it's, it's. I mean, for it's really a, a sight to behold because I usually, if I'm freaking drunk, I'm freaking asleep at seven in the morning, uh, or freaking playing with myself. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, my hats off to those two. Yeah, hats off to all of them. Doug Jordan, who's your favorite? Uh, you know, I'm not a big uh, Today Show guy. What? No. What are you talking about? No. Carson Daly, no Craig Melvin. Craig Melvin, of course. Uh, Say a few things nice about Craig Melvin, at least. He, he is a very, uh, very nice man. Craig, wow. good at the news. That's really a, what a genuine response. I just said I didn't freaking watch the show. What do you watch in the morning? Cartoons. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Jeez Louise. 
Last week, it was reported that Northern Ireland is facing a, quote, clown shortage in the aftermath of COVID-19 lockdowns, according to the New York Post. David Duffy, co-owner of Duffy's Circus in Northern Ireland, said his business has been left with big shoes to fill after many performers returned to their home countries after the initial pandemic lockdown in the spring of 2020. Duffy's Circus has been closed for more than 500 days amid lockdowns that have exceeded many neighboring countries. As a result, the majority of his clowns have joined circuses in countries that reopened in the past six months. Quote, because all the circuses in Europe and in England have been up and operational for the past six months, that huge pool of EU artists, clowns he means, are already back at work and up until last week we have been unable to get visas issued for non-EU artists and entertainers. That's why we're trying to reach out for any of our folks at home who feel that they can give it a go, Duffy said. The circus owner explained that finding new recruits is no laughing matter. Quote, when you go into the circus ring and you've got 700 to 800 people looking at you, no matter what sort of mood you're in, you have to light up that circus ring. A clown actually can be the loneliest place because you're in there on your own. So, geez louise, down on my knees, I didn't even know a clown was a place. Now, this is shocking news for coming out of Ireland. And... I don't know what they will, what to do up with them up there. Yeah. Potato eaters up there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. This is freaking, this is, um, this is a freaking devastating freaking news story. Um, and I don't even, I, I'm having trouble coming up with the words to, um, freaking address this. And if anyone deserves a good laugh, Doug Jordan, it's the Northern Irish and they have had their back against the wall for quite some time now. And with nothing, no good cheer and nothing to be proud of and yeah. except hash browns and potted meat and stuff like that. They just don't have anything to sink their teeth into other than the hash browns that I meant potatoes. But I believe, and, and correct me if I'm freaking wrong, but I believe that they're actually currently going through um, something that's called the freaking great freaking potato famine. Even their freaking potatoes are freaking dried up. Yeah, their potatoes don't have anything to eat, Doug Jordan. And now the freaking clowns aren't coming to work, Doug, and the people need to freaking laugh. I mean, imagine how lonely the freaking Irish are. Now imagine how lonely the freaking clown is, the one single clown in the middle of the freaking ring. Out there with a spotlight on him, and he's surrounded by his co-workers, the elephants, the freaking tiny little m****s, and driving around in those cars, the bear freaking trainer, and the freaking lion tamer, and the strong man, and he's standing there all alone, Doug Jordan. All eyes are on him, and his co-workers hate him. And then suddenly the spotlight hits him, and it's his time to shine. And does he shrink, or does he rise to the occasion? Doug Jordan, please. Am I supposed to answer the question, or do you just want my take on the story? Whatever you want to say. It's just a radio show. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, he probably would rise to the occasion. And uh, my answer uh, to the story is... Why is there such a need for clowns? I, I thought that nobody really liked clowns anymore. What are you freaking talking about, Doug? I, I, you, but it says people need a clown to laugh. Does Not anybody ever actually laugh at a freaking clown? Yeah. Does anybody go to a circus and they enjoy the clown? You wait, nobody you mean, does. You mean to tell me, Doug, that you you don't enjoy freaking clowns? No. 
Doug Jones. No, I absolutely do not. This is a, this is freaking news to me. This it's is the most it's the most annoying thing about going to the freaking circus. I this is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we can't all go to the circus to stare at the freaking elephants, Dangly Johnson. All right. Some of us freaking enjoy the entertainment of the clowns. I had what a traumatic. Like? What's your favorite clown gag? When they squirt water on themselves and they and make it look like they freaking pee themselves? Yeah, out of the flower in their lapel. I like that one. And the, the flower's going wild and spraying all over like a like a, when you open up a diaper and a little baby boy starts peeing all over you. It's a hose. You can't catch it. It's in its the gets it in its mouth. He steps on his own giant shoe. Maybe lands on a whoopee cushion. Yeah. I like when you think he's going to freaking pull out his freaking dangly Johnson, and when he reaches into his fly and starts pulling it out, giant freaking scarf comes out. And he keeps pulling and pulling and pulling, and there's more scarf. That's a freaking magician. That's a magician. You're describing a magician. Until at some point, the freaking scarf actually is tied to his dangly Johnson, and it does come out of his freaking trousers. And there's just a freaking freaking flaccid dangly Johnson there tied to a gigantic scarf. Yeah, that's more of the traditional French clown that he's talking about, but... A like traditional French clown pulls out his friggin' wiener by a scarf. Hey, have you ever been to France, Doug Jordan? Yeah, you need to friggin' travel more, Doug. Jesus. You have to you have to get tickets to Cirque du Soleil. That's yeah. all they do. Yeah. So Jesus Louise down on my knees. Ireland, especially the north of Ireland, we are with you in solidarity. God bless you all. And may you swiftly repair the damage that has been done, though likely you cannot. I don't know what else to say. Last week, a woman was charged with starting a California fawn fire after trying to boil water tainted with bear urine, according to CNN. Alexandra Suverneva, who was attempting to hike from Northern California to Canada, faces felony arson charges with enhancement during a state of emergency for her alleged part in the California fawn fire wildfire. According to District Attorney Stephanie Bridget, the 30-year-old could face more than nine years in state prisons as the fire could continue to burn in Northern California's Shasta County. According to a California fire officer's report, Suverneva was hiking through the Mountain Gate community when she was overcome by thirst and decided to attempt to drink the water from a puddle. Because the water allegedly contained bear urine, Suverneva attempted to filter the water with a tea bag. Quote, She said that didn't work, so she attempted to make a fire to boil the water. She stated it was too wet for the fire to start, and she said she drank the water anyway and then continued walking uphill from the creek bed, the statement said. Suverneva had to be rescued by the local fire department. She was discovered to be dehydrated and admitted to fire officials that she had attempted to start a fire. Authorities find CO2 cartridges, a cigarette lighter, and, quote, white item containing green leafy substances. Suverneva pleaded not guilty. So, cheese Louise down on my knees. This is bizarre because I don't understand. She's trying to boil water, Doug Jordan. Listen, please. She's trying to boil water, and somehow the opposite happens. Fire. Water is the opposite of fire. So I don't get this. Are you are you serious right now? Yes. I. What do you mean? She's trying to boil water. How do you boil water? Make it hot. I don't know. She makes With it fire. She made a fire in the woods to boil the water. Amazing. Wait a minute. And this. And she. She. Because she wanted to get rid of the water and just leave the freaking beer, the bear. She p- wanted to boil out the the pee pee. 
Is that how that works, Dugdren? Probably not. I don't think that. I, now that I now that I say it out loud, I, don't, I, th- I think boiling out the water would make it just be bear bear. P-s. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it would. I think it would just leave. I think she was trying to drink the freaking bear. P-s. I think she was just freaking high and she dropped her freaking joint on the ground and started a fire. Oh, is that what that's freaking alluding to at the very end? Uh, I okay. don't know what that, that means. That freaking went on white right over my freaking head. Yeah. Obviously, the freaking pothead figured it out. Sure did. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Let's move on because we have little time left. Last week, two ice cream giants announced the release of a Halloween-themed ice cream flavor just in time for the ghoulish season, according to Brand Eating. Baskin Robbins announced that they will resurrect the Trick or Treat ice cream as the flavor of the month for October 2021. Trick Trick. trick or treats, trick Oreo treat. Thank you, Doug Jordan. You could have waited for your segment. You know it's going to be a freaking sports desk. As well as add a spooky dookie theme ice cream cake with the all new zombie unicorn cake. Trick Oreo Treat will again feature vanilla ice cream mixed with orange cream Oreo cookies, Butterfinger candy bar pieces, and Baby Ruth candy bar pieces, while the zombie unicorn cake features a ghastly sugar corn horn covered with crushed Oreos, pipe gel blood, and crushed Oreo dirt base. As with all Baskin Robbins cakes, they can be customized with any ice cream flavor. And bringing up the icy rock hard rear is Cold Stone Creamery, with the return of Boo Batter ice cream. This creepy creation will be featured during the month of October and brings together Boo Batter ice cream mixed with Halloween Oreo cookies, Kit Kat candy bar pieces, and M&Ms. For those looking to add a little tang to their zing, customers have the option to add on a limited time orange colored waffle cone or bowl. Doug Jordan, take it to the sports desk. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, thank you for having me uh, on the sports desk today. My name is Mike Dub Jordan, and I'm here to talk to you about um, the ice cream, two ice cream, two Halloween ice cream flavors that are, are bringing up quite a uh, stir in the ice cream. And people that eat ice cream, they're uh, upset about it. Is that what this story is about? What is going on with you, Doug? It's just two ice creams. To, it's just two. Uh, First so of all, there's, there's, there's a cake. Robbins. There's a freak. There's a cake. There's a freaking trick Oreo freak treat, which we you that's zombie awesome. Oreo, and then zombie there's your unicorn. There's also poop butter ice cream. Doug, talk yep. a little bit about how these are spooky dookie themed. Well, the Baskin Robbins has the Oreos with the orange filling in them, and then the Cold Stone Creamery. It's just the cake batter ice cream, but they dye it black. How did you know that? I didn't even put that in the copy. That's my segment. I know about the ice cream. Now, is boo batter, is that supposed to mean it's the, is boo batter like a ghost's? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I know what you're getting at. It means like the ghost's. Cream, you know what I mean? Yeah. Would a a mollusk eat this batter? Yeah. Is this this a freaking, is this like an ectoplasm of sorts that... Probably spewed forth from a freaking uh, phantasm, a freaking flo- floating freaking phantasm. Well, I think it's ice cream, but I think that uh, if it was ectoplasm, it'd be green or blue. What color is Slimer from Ghostbusters? Slimer is freaking green, so it would be green. But that's a Christmas movie, isn't it? Ghostbusters. And does it take place on Christmas? I'm thinking of freaking Home Alone too. 
It is no. There's a. I think there's a winter scene in Ghostbusters. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that there freaking is not. It is not a freaking Christmas movie uh, in any way, freaking shape, or form. Isn't the, sure last, isn't, the last, isn't the last line "God blesses everyone"? Well, yeah, but that is about that is unrelated to freaking Christmas. It's a, well, they get rid of all the ghosts and they go, "Wow, I think we finally did it. I think we, I think we busted every single last freaking ghost." And uh, freaking Rick Moranis, who is in a wheelchair at that point, says, "God freaking blesses everyone." Yeah, by his dad, Bob Gradget. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and they wheel him over to the freaking river and tell him drowning stare. Yeah, they yeah they drown him. So to get back to the freaking sports desk, Doug Jordan, which one do you freaking eat and which one do you freaking throw away? I'm trying to think of something that rhymed with E. You uh, receipt. Which one is? Which one do you? Which one do you eat? And which one do you throw away the receipt? Which, I like that. Which one do you slide down your gullet? Oh no! Just give me an answer. I would eat both. I would eat all of these. You wouldn't that's, eat all any of them. That's not an answer, though. Probably not the boo batter. That was disgusting. It's just cake batter ice cream. Yeah, it sounds like freaking the seat of a freaking ghost. Yeah, but it's you know that it's not. You know that it's ice cream. You know that yeah, it's but, not the seat of a ghost. But I wouldn't. Ghost. But it's but it's all I'd be freaking thinking about it while I was sliding it down my gut. What wouldn't you like about freaking cake batter ice cream with freaking Kit Kat Halloween Oreo cookies and freaking M and M's? That it came from a ghost, dangly freaking Johnson. It, yeah. it, you think that goat when you become a ghost, you freaking spew out freaking Kit Kats, Oreos, and dangly m&ms is that not what we discussed in this entire segment this yeah this is the problem you envision yourself eating this boo batter i will give it to you it probably is delicious but you're sitting there in the store in cold stone creamery eating this boo batter and you look over and every you keep glancing over the employees are just giggling at you the whole time laughing at you like they got pulled one off on top of you they made you eat the boo batter can't believe he did it and I got another problem with this zombie unicorn cake. Ice cream cake is a freaking travesty. Because I remember when I was a child, until, until ice cream cakes became popular, I would get both cake and ice cream on my birthday. And then my freaking mom got lazy. And would once they started Carvel started making these freaking ice cream cakes, she would just get an ice cream cake. She goes, you can have your ice, you can have your ice cream and your cake. And I say it's just ice cream, though. I wanted both. I wanted both. Well, sometimes at Cold Stone Creamery, you get both. You get a layer of ice cream and you get a layer of, of regular cake. But you don't understand. I'd have to eat so many layers it, with the thing that you're describing to fill up on enough cake. How many layers you does would it eat have? the whole cake anyways? Yeah. I mean, there's usually like I think that there's like, I don't know two layers of ice cream and two layers of cake so you got four layers and then you got a layer of freaking frosting wow. on top that's an excellent freaking ratio and then the freaking boo batter on top of it you could get it an ice cream cake i'm sure made with just with the boo batter ice cream that actually does sound pretty good to be honest with you tom yeah doug you know an awful lot about freaking cold stone freaking creamery yeah i like ice cream I how does it get work ice cream. what is the what is the whole thing behind the the cold stone it's the a rock cold, hard they, stone. What do you mean? It's a cold stone. They put the ice cream on it and they they mix a bunch of stuff into it. And is that supposed to make the ice cream freaking taste better? Or what is the point of that? Because well, you're mixing this stuff in. Don't interrupt me, Doug. You interrupted me. Oh, wait, why don't they just freaking pick up the ice cream from the freaking bucket and put it into the bowl? Why does it need to go onto the freaking stone first? It doesn't have to. You could just put it right in the bowl. 
So if I went in there and I said, don't you dare put it on that stone, would they just put it in the bowl? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's kind of like a ice cream slash pizza shop mixed together. I don't yeah. see. I, I don't see that at all. Wakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Jeez, <coughs> Louise. What are you drunk? Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs>